Papers Read on AI, with Rob, keeping you up to date with the latest research. This reading is brought to you by Mars Race, Stake a Claim on the Red Planet, available on Android and iOS. On the Versatile Uses of Partial Distance Correlation in Deep Learning. Authored 2022 by Xingjian Zhen, Xiang Meng, Rudrasis Chakraborty, Vikas Singh. Abstract. Comparing the functional behavior of neural network models, whether it is a single network over time or two, or more networks, during or post-training, is an essential step in understanding what they are learning, and what they are not, and for identifying strategies for regularization or efficiency improvements. Despite recent progress, e.g., comparing vision transformers to CNNs, systematic comparison of function, especially across different networks, remains difficult and is often carried out layer by layer. Approaches such as canonical correlation analysis, CCA, are applicable in principle, but have been sparingly used so far. In this paper, we revisit a, less widely known, from statistics, called distance correlation, and its partial variant, designed to evaluate correlation between feature spaces of different dimensions. We describe the steps necessary to carry out its deployment for large-scale models. This opens the door to a surprising array of applications ranging from conditioning one deep model W, R, T, another, learning disentangled representations as well as optimizing diverse models that would directly be more robust to adversarial attacks. Our experiments suggest a versatile regularizer, or constraint, with many advantages, which avoids some of the common difficulties one faces in such analyses. One introduction the extent to which popular architectures in computer vision even partly mimic human vision continues to be studied, and debated, in our community. But consider the following hypothetical scenario. Let us say that a fully functional computational model of the visual system, perhaps a modern version of the Neocognitron, reference 20, was somehow provided to us. And we wish to compare its behavior to modern CNN models, reference 33, 28. To do so, two options appear sensible. The first, inspired by analogies between computational vision and biological vision, would draw a correspondence between how simple, complex cells in the visual cortex process scenes in their induced receptive fields with those of activations of units, blocks in a modern deep neural network architecture, reference 60. While this process is often difficult to carry out systematically, it is powerful and, in some ways, has contributed to interest in biologically inspired deep learning. See, reference 68. Updated forms of this intuition associating different subsets of cells, or neural network units, to different semantic, visual concepts remains the default approach we use in debugging and interpretation. The second option for tackling the hypothetical setting above is to pose it in an information-theoretic setting. That is, for two models X and OI, we ask the following question. What has X learned that OI has not? Or vice versa. The asymmetry is intentional because if we consider two random variables, R, V, X, Y, the question simply takes the form of conditioning, i.e., compare P, X, versus P, X, Y. This form suffices if our interest is restricted to the predictions of the two models. If we instead wish to capture the model's behavior more globally, when X and Y denote the full set of feature responses we can use divergence measures on high-dimensional probability measures given by the two models, OX and OI, responses on the training samples. Importantly, notice that our description assumes that, at least, the probability measures are defined on the same domain. More general use cases. While the above discussion was cast as comparing two networks, it is representative of a broad basket of tasks in deep learning. A. Consider the problem of learning fair representations, reference 72, 17, 71, 44, where the model must be invariant to 1, 
or more, sensitive attributes. We seek latent representations, say vpred, x, for the prediction task, which minimizes mutual information w, r, t, the latent representation relevant for predicting the sensitive attribute sends, x. Indeed, if information regarding the sensitive attribute is partially preserved or leaks into pred, x, the relative entropy will be low, reference 49. Observe that this calculation is possible partly because the latent space specifies the same probability space for the two distributions. b. The setting is identical in common approaches for learning disentangled representations, where disentanglement is measured via various information theoretic measures, reference 8, 1, 21, 61. If we now segue back to comparing two different networks, but without the convenience of a common coordinate system to measure divergence, the options turn out to be limited. c. Recently, in trying to understand whether vision transformers, c. Similar to convolutional neural networks, reference 56, one option utilized recently was a kernel-based representation similarity, in a layer-by-layer manner. What we may actually want is a mechanism for conditioning, for example, if one of the models is thought of a nuisance variable, we wish to check the residual in the other after the first has been controlled for, or marginalized out. Importantly, this should be possible without assuming that the probability distributions live in the same space, or networks OX and OI are the same. A direct application of CCA? Consider two different feature spaces, X and, say in dimensions RP and R, pertaining to feature activations from two different models. Comparison of these two feature spaces is possible. One natural choice is canonical correlation analysis, CCA, reference 5, a generalization of correlation, specifically suited when PQ. The idea has been utilized for studying representation similarity in deep neural network models, reference 48, albeit in a post-training setting for reasons that will be clear shortly, as well as for identifying more efficient training regimes, i.e., can lower layers be sequentially frozen after a certain number of time steps. CCA has also been shown to be implementable within DNN pipelines for multi-view training, called Deep CCA, reference 4, although efficiency can be a bottleneck limiting its broader deployment. A stochastic version of CCA suitable for DNN training with mini-batches has been proposed very recently, and strong experimental evidence was presented, reference 47, also see, reference 25. Given that a stochastic CCA is now available, its extensions to the partial CCA setting are not yet available. If successful, this may eventually provide a scheme, suitable for deep learning, for controlling the influence of one model, or a set of variables, on another model. This work, the starting point of this work is a less widely used statistical concept to measure the correlation between two different feature spaces, X, Y, of different dimensions, called distance correlation, and the method of dissimilarities. In shallow settings, CCA and distance correlation offers very similar functionality for the most part, they can be used interchangeably although distance correlation would also need specification of distances, or dissimilarities. In other words, CCA may be easier to deploy. On the other hand, deep variants of CCA involve specialized algorithms, reference 4, 47. Further, deep versions of partial CCA have not been reported. In contrast, as long as feature distances can be calculated, the differences between the shallow and the deep versions of distance correlation are minimal at best, and adjustments needed are quite minor. These advantages carry over to partial distance correlation, directly enabling conditioning one model W, R, T, another, or using such a term as a regularizer. The main contribution of this paper is to study distance correlation, and partial distance correlation, as a powerful measure in a broad suite of tasks in vision.
we review the relevant technical steps which enable its instantiation in deep learning settings and show its broad applications ranging from learning disentangled representations to understanding the differences between what two or more networks are learning to training mutually distinct deep models akin to earlier works on MBEST solutions to map estimation in graphical models, reference 19, 70, or training M-diverse models for foreground-background segmentation as well as other tasks, reference 27. 1.1. Related works. Four distinct lines of work are related to our development, which we review next. Similarity between networks. Understanding the similarity between different networks is an active topic, reference 38, 24, 50, also relevant in adversarial models, reference 15, 9. Early attempts to compare neural network representations were approached via linear regression, reference 58, whose applicability to nonlinear models is limited. As noted above, canonical correlation analysis, CCA, reference 3, 31, is a suitable off-the-shelf method for model comparisons. To this end, singular vector CCA, SVCCA, reference 55, projection-weighted CCA, reference 48, Deep CCA, reference 4, and stochastic CCA, reference 23, are all potentially useful. Recently, reference 37, studied the invariance properties for a good similarity measurement and proposed the centered kernel alignment, CKA. CKA offers invariance to invertible linear transformations, orthogonal transformations, and isotropic scaling. Separately, reference 51, 56, used CKA to study similarities between deep and wide neural networks and also between different network structures. Information theoretic divergence measures. Another body of related work pertains to approximately measuring the mutual information, reference 12, to remove this information, mainly in the context of fair representation learning. Here, mutual information, MI, is measured between features in the sensitive attribute, reference 49. In, reference 63, Another information theoretic bound for learning maximally expressive representations subject to the given attributes is presented. In reference 10, MI between prediction and the sensitive attributes is used to train a fair classifier whereas reference 2 describes the use of inverse contrastive loss. Group theoretic approaches have also been described in reference 11, 45. The work in reference 41 gives an empirical solution to remove specific visual features from the latent variables using adversarial training repulsion, diversity. If we consider the ensemble of neural networks, there are several different strategies to maintain functional diversity between ensemble members. We acknowledge these results here because they are loosely related to one of the use cases we evaluate later. SVGD, reference 14, shows the benefits of choosing the kernel to measure the similarity between ensemble members. In reference 13, the authors introduce a kernelized repulsive term in the training loss, which endows deep ensembles with Bayesian convergence properties. The so-called quality diversity, QD, is interesting. Reference 53 tries to maximize a given objective function with diversity to a set of predefined measure functions, reference 22, 57. When both the objective and measure functions in QD are differentiable, reference 18 offers an efficient way to explore the latent space of the objective W, R, T, the measure functions. Distance correlation, DC. The central idea motivating our work is distance correlation described in reference 65. It has been used in the analysis of nonlinear dependence in time series, reference 73, and feature screening in ultra-high dimensional data analysis tasks, reference 42, and we will review it in detail shortly. To review. Distance and partial distance. Correlation given two random variables x, y equals r, in the same domain. Correlation. Say, the Pearson correlation, helps measure their association. 
one can derive meaningful conclusions by statistical testing. As noted in section 1, one generalization of correlation to a higher dimension is CCA, which seeks to find projection matrices such that correlation among the projected data is maximized. See reference 5. Benefits of distance correlation. In many applications, the notion of distances or dissimilarities appears quite naturally. Motivated by the need for a scheme that can capture both linear and nonlinear correlations when provided with such dissimilarity information, in reference 65, the authors proposed a new measure of dependence between random vectors, called distance correlation. The key benefits of distance correlation are 1. The distance correlation R satisfies 0 is less than or equal to R is less than or equal to 1, and R equals 0 if and only if X, Y are independent. 2. R, X, Y, is defined for X and Y in arbitrary dimensions, e.g., R, X, Y, is well defined when X is of dimension P while Y is of dimension Q for PQ. We focus on empirical distance correlation for N samples drawn from the unknown joint distribution, and review its calculation. Examples. We show a few simple 2D examples to contrast Pearson correlation and distance correlation in Fig. 1. Notice that if the relationship between the two random variables is not linear, Pearson correlation might be small while distance correlation remains meaningful. Extensions to conditioning. Given three random variables x, y, and z, we want to measure the correlation between x and y but, controlling for z, thinking of it as a nuisance variable, i.e., we want to estimate r, x, z, y, z, equals r, x, y, z. Such a quantity is key in existing approaches in disentangled learning deriving invariant representations and understanding what one or more networks are learning after concepts learned by another network have been accounted for. Consider how this task would be accomplished in linear regression. We would project X and Y into the space of Z, and only use the residuals to measure the correlation. Nonetheless, defining partial distance correlation is more involved in reference 64. The authors introduced a new Hilbert space where we can define the projection of distance matrix. To do so, the authors calculate a U-centered matrix A from the distance matrix, AC, I, so that the inner product of the U-centered matrices will be the distance covariance. Definition 2. Let A equals, AC, I, be a symmetric, real-valued N times N matrix, N greater than 2, with zero diagonal. Define the U-centered matrix A equals, Aki, as follows. 3. Optimizing distance correlation in neural networks while distance correlation can be implemented in a differentiable way and thereby used as an appropriate loss function in a neural network, we must take efficiency into account. For two p-dimensional random variables, let the number of samples for the empirical estimate of dc be n. Observe that the total cost for computing, ac, 1, is o, n squared p, and the memory to store the intermediate matrices is also o, n squared. So, we use a stochastic estimate of dc by averaging over mini-batches, with each mini-batch containing m samples. We describe why this approximation is sensible. Notation. We use ox, oi to denote the parameters of the neural networks, and x, y as features extracted by the respective neural networks. Let the mini-botch size be m, and the dataset d equals, dx, di, be of size n. We use, xt, yt, plus equals 1, xts dx, ytc di to represent the data samples at step t. t is the total number of training steps. The distance matrices at B are computed when given xt, yt using A, 1, which is of dimension m times m for each minibotch. Further, we use xt, k to represent the kth element in x. And, at, k, is the kth row and th column element in the matrix at. The inner product between two matrices A, B is defined as, A, B, equals sigma ij, A, i, j, 
b i j objective function consider the case where we minimize dc between two networks x e y since the parameters between ox oi are separable we can use the block stochastic gradient iteration in reference 69 with some simple modifications to minimize the distance correlation we need to solve the following problem block stochastic gradient iteration we adjust alg 1 from reference 69 to our case in alg 1 since we will need the entire minibotch xt yt to compute the objective function there will be no mean term when computing the sample gradient further since both blocks ox oi are constrained line 3 5 will use 5 from reference 69 the detailed algorithm is presented in alg 1 four independent features help robustness goal we show how distance correlation can help us train multiple deep networks that learn mutually independent features roughly similar to finding diverse m best solutions in structured svm models reference 59 we describe how such an approach can lead to better robustness against adversarial attacks rationale recently several efforts have explored generating of adversarial examples that can transfer to different networks and how to defend against such attacks reference 15 62 6 it is often observed that an adversarial sample for one trained network is relatively easy to transfer to another network with the same architecture reference 15 here we show that even for as few as two networks same architecture trained on the same data we can to some extent prevent adversarial examples from transferring between them by seeking independent features setup we formulate the problem considering a classification task as an example given two deep neural networks with the same architecture denoted as f f2 we train them using image label pairs x y using the cross entropy loss loss ce if we train f in two guilders using only the cross entropy loss the adversarial examples generated on f can relatively easily transfer to f2 see the performance of baseline in table 1 to enforce f and f2 to learn independent features let the extracted feature of x in some intermediate layer of f be given as g x in this section we use the feature before the last fully connected layer as an example we can still train f using loss sce and then we train f2 using where i is a constant scalar and loss pc as the distance correlation from def 1 note that we do not require 9 x and g2 x to be in the same dimension so in principle we could easily use features from different layers for these two networks experimental settings we first conduct experiments on cifar 10 reference 39 using resnet 18 reference 28 we then use four different architectures mobilenet v3 small reference 32 efficientnet b0 reference 66 resnet 34 and resnet 152 and train them on imagenet reference 40 for each network architecture we first train two networks using only loss ce next we train a network using only loss ce before training a second network using the loss in 9 on cifar 10 we utilize the sgd optimizer with momentum 0.9 and train for 200 epochs using an initial learning rate 0.1 with a cosine learning rate scheduler reference 52 the mini batch size is set to 128 on imagenet reference 40 we train for 40 epochs using an initial learning rate 0.1 which decays by 0.1 every 10 epochs the mini batch size is 512 ra in 9 is set to 0.05 for all cases for each combination of the data set in the network architecture we train two networks f and f2 after which we generate adversarial examples on f and use them to attack f2 and measure its classification accuracy we construct a baseline by training f and f2 baseline without constraints and train f2 are using 9 to learn independent features w 
R. T. F. We report performance under two widely used attack methods, fast gradient sign method, FGM, reference 26, and projected gradient descent method, PGD, reference 46, where the latter is considered among the strongest attacks. The scale E of the adversarial perturbation is chosen from 0.03, 0.05, 0.1, and the maximum number of iterations of PGD is set to 40. Results. The results are shown in Table 1. We see that we get significant improvement in accuracy over the baseline under adversarial attacks, with comparable performance on clean inputs. Notably, our method achieves more than 10% absolute improvement in accuracy under PGD attack on RESNET18 and MobileNet V3 small. This provides evidence supporting the benefits of enforcing the networks to learn independent features using our distance correlation loss. In FIG. 2. We show correlation results using Picasso, reference 29, 7, to lower the dimension of features for each network. The embedding dimension is 2 for visualization. In FIG. 2, a, we show the embedding of different networks. F represents the network to generate the adversarial examples. F2 baseline denotes the baseline network, trained without distance correlation constraint. Also, F2Rs is the same network trained to be independent to F. In FIG. 2, B we visualize the correlation between f and f2 baseline for each dimension, and the correlation between phi and fours. If the scatter plot looks circle-like, we can infer that the two models are independent. We see that in different networks, the use of DC shows stronger independence. From FIG. 2. Tab. 1. We also see that the more independent the models are, the better is the gain for transferred attack robustness. 5. Informative comparisons between networks overview. As discussed in section 1, there is much interest in understanding whether two different models learn similar concepts from the data for example, whether vision transformers, see, similar to convolutional neural networks, reference 56. Here, we first follow, reference 56, and discuss similarities between different layers of VIT and res nets using distance correlation. Next, we investigate that after taking out the influence of res nets from VIT, or vice versa, what are the residual learned concepts remaining in the network? 5.1 Measure Similarity Between Neural Networks Goal We first want to understand whether VITs represent features across all layers differently from CNNs, such as ResNets. However, analyzing the features in the hidden layers can be challenging, because the features are spread across neurons. Also, different layers have different numbers of neurons. Recently, Reference 56 applied the Centered Kernel Alignment, CKA, for this task. CKA is effective because it involves no constraint on the number of neurons. It is also independent to the orthogonal transformations of representations. Here, we want to demonstrate that distance correlation is a reasonable alternative for CKA in these settings. Experimental settings. First, as described in reference 56, we show that similarity between layers within a single neural network can be assessed using distance correlation. See fig. 3. A. We pick VIT base with patch 16 and three commonly used ResNets. All networks are pre-trained on ImageNet. For VIT, we pick the embedding layer and all the normalization, attention, and fully connected layers within each block. The total number of layers is 63. For ResNets, we use all convolutional layers in the last fully connected layer, which is the same counting method to build ResNet models. Results? Uh, our findings add to those from reference 56. Using distance correlation, we find that the VIT layers can be split into small blocks and the similarity between different blocks from shallow layers to the deeper layers is higher. For most ResNets, the feature similarity shows that there are a few large blocks in the network, which contains more than 30 layers each, and the last few layers share minimal similarity with the shallow layers. 
Results, b. After within model distance correlation, we perform across model distance correlation comparisons between VIT and ResNets, c. fig. 3, b. We notice that in the initial one-sixth layers, the two networks share high similarities. But later, the similarity spreads across all different layers between VIT and ResNets. Notably, the last few layers share the least similarity between two networks. By using the distance correlation to calculate the heat map of the similarity matrices, we can qualitatively describe the difference between the patterns of the features in different layers from different networks. What is even more interesting is to quantitatively show the difference, for example, to answer which network contains more information for the ground truth classes. We discuss this next. 5.2 What remains when, taking out, y from x goal. Even measuring information contained in one neural network is challenging, and often tackled by measuring the accuracy on the test dataset. But the association between accuracy and the information contained in a network may be weak. Based on existing literature, conditioning one network W, R, T, another remains unresolved. Despite the above challenges, we can indeed measure the similarity between the features of the network X and the ground truth labels. If the similarity is higher, we can say that the feature space of X contains more information regarding the true labels. Distance correlation enables this. Interestingly, partial distance correlation extends this idea to multiple networks allowing us to approach the conditioning question posed above. Rationale. Setup. Here, we choose the last layer before the final fully connected layer as the feature layer similar to the setup in section 4. Our first attempt involved directly applying the distance correlation measurement to feature X and the one hot ground truth embedding. However, the one hot embedding for the label contains very little information, e.g., it does not show the difference between cat versus dog and cat versus airplane. So, we use the pre-trained BERT, reference 16, to linguistically embed the class labels into the hidden space. We then measure the distance correlation between the feature space of X and the pre-trained hidden space GT. R squared, X, GT, equals MN per meter DCOR, XT, GTT, where XT is the feature for one minibotch, and GTT is the BERT embedding vector of the corresponding label. To further extend this metric to measure the remaining or residual information, we apply the partial distance correlation calculation by removing Y out of X, or say X conditioned on Y then, we have R squared, X, Y, GT, equals M sigma N per meter DCOR, XT, YT, GTT, using, 4. This capability has not been shown before. NT equals 1 ZT equals 1 N experimental settings. In order to measure the information remaining when conditioning network OI out of OX, we first use pre-trained networks on ImageNet. We use the validation set of the ImageNet for evaluation. We want to evaluate which network contains the richest information regarding linguistic embedding. Interestingly, we can go beyond such an evaluation, instead, asking the network X to learn concepts above and beyond what the network OI has learned. To do so, we include the partial distance correlation into the loss. Unlike the experiment discussed above, minimizing distance correlation, in this setup, we seek to maximize partial distance correlation. The loss total is LOSSCE, F1, X, Y, alpha, LOSSPDC, 9, X, G2, X, GT, 10. We take pre-trained networks OX, OI and then fine-tune X using, 10. The learning rate is set to be LA5 in a in the loss term is 1. To check the benefits of partial DC, we use GradCam, reference 60, to highlight the areas that each network is looking at, together with what OX conditioned on OI sees then. Results, uh, we first show information comparison between two networks. The details of DC and partial DC are shown in table. 
2. The reader will notice that since vid achieves the best test accuracy, it also contains the most information. Additionally, although better test accuracy normally coincides with more information, this is not always true. ResNet 50 contains more linguistic information than the much deeper ResNet 152, perhaps a compensation mechanism. For ResNet 152, the network is deep enough to focus on local structures that overwhelm the linguistic information, or this information is unnecessary. This experiment suggests a new strategy to compare two networks beyond test accuracy. Results, b. After using a pre-trained network, we can also check that by including the partial distance correlation in the loss, which regions does the model pay attention to, using GradCam. We replace the loss term of GradCam with the partial distance correlation. The results are shown in FIG. 4. We see that the pre-trained VIT sees across the whole image in different locations, while the ResNet, VGG, tends to focus on only one area of the image. After training, VIT, conditioned on ResNet, pays more attention to the subjects, especially locations outside the ResNet focus. Such experiments help understand how VIT learns beyond ResNets, CNN. 6. Disentanglement. Overview. This experiment studies disentanglement, reference 30, 36, 8, 43, 21. It is believed that the image data are generated from low-dimensional latent variables but isolating and disentangling the latent variables is challenging. A key in disentangled latent variable learning is to make the factors in the latent variables independent, reference 2. Distance correlation fits perfectly and can handle a variety of dimensions for the latent variables. When the distance correlation is zero, we know that the two variables are independent. Experimental settings. We follow, reference 21 which focuses on semi-supervised disentanglement to generate high-resolution images. In reference 21, one divides the latent variables into two categories. Attributes of interest a set of semantic and interpretable attributes, e.g. hair color and age. B. Residual attributes the remaining information. Formally, she equals g, phi, fk, re, where g is the generator that uses the factors of interest f and the residual to generate image she. In order to enforce the condition that the information regarding the attributes of interest is not leaking into the residual representations, the authors of reference 21 introduced the loss LRES equals I equals 1 re squared to limit the residual information. This is suboptimal as there can be cases where R is not zero but still independent to the factors of interest phi underscore. Thus, we use distance correlation to replace this loss. LRES equals DCOR F F squared FK R 11 we use the same structure proposed in reference 21 while the generator architecture is adopted from stylegon 2 reference 35 the dataset is the human face dataset ffhq reference 34 and the attributes are age gender etc we use clip reference 54 to partially label the attributes to generate the semi supervised dataset for training all losses from reference 21 are used except that lres is replaced by 11 Results. Shown in Fig. 5. Our model shows the ability to change specific attributes without affecting residual features, such as posture, also see supplement. Conclusions. 7. In this paper, we studied how distance correlation, and partial distance correlation, has a wide variety of uses in deep learning tasks in vision. The measure offers various properties that are often enforced using alternative means, that are often far more involved. Further, it is extremely simple to incorporate in contrast to various divergence-based measures often used in invariant representation learning. Notably, the use of partial distance correlation offers the ability of conditioning, which is underexplored in the community. We showcase three very different settings, 
ranging from network comparison to training distinct, different models to disentanglement where the idea is immediately beneficial, and expect that numerous other applications will emerge in short order. Acknowledgements. Research supported in part by NIH grants RF1 AG059312, RF1 AG062336, and RF1 AG059869, and NSF grant CCF number 1918211. Thanks for listening to this reading. For the entire paper, and more, check out our homepage, papersread.ai.